morning, you guys. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Okay, so today is step two of the 12-step financial readiness program brought to you by Beauty University. So in step one, we discuss pulling your credit report and, uh, you know, key definitions to know. So step two today is going to be about climbing out of debt. Remember, keep in mind, you are not going to climb out of debt overnight. Like, this is going to be, I don't want to say a long journey, but it's not going to be like driving through the Popeye's drive-thru and getting your chicken sandwich. It's, it's, it's going to be a minute. So before we get started, I want to read you this quote. Money is a horrid thing to follow, but a charming thing to meet. Henry James. So let's attack this debt aggressively so we can get more shamani. You feel me? Alright. So the things we're going to cover today is reviewing our credit report, reaching out to credit agencies, create goals to use as payment plans along with our budget, pay debts down faithfully, pick a method that works best for us. All right, so we've got a credit report, right? We've pulled it. I even pulled mine, which you don't have to wait for it to come in the mail. That's the amazing thing about technology. You go to that website, and then they'll say, do you want it online or in the mail? You pull it online, bam, you get your, your credit report like within five minutes. You just have to confirm some questions about your identity, of course. And whoop, you have it. And then once you have it, you can see like, oh, wow, this is what people are seeing when they see uh, when they put my credit. So now that we have that, we've acknowledged that everything on there is stuff that we've done, whether it was by irresponsible actions or due to an emergency. We contribute to everything that's on our credit report. So example, uh, the example credit report we're going to today, use today is G.I. Jane. So this is what her credit report says. Agency B, she owes $5,000. Credit card one, $2,000 with an interest of 12%. Credit card two, $4,000 with an interest of 3%. Agency C, $10,000, no interest. Bank A, which is her car loan, $20,000. So... I mean, it's not a debt, but it is something she has to pay off, you know? It's not like it's negatively affecting her account. I mean, negatively affecting her credit, but it is something eventually you want to pay off your car. You don't want to, you know, pay on your car for the rest of your life. You eventually want to pay your car off. And then a student loan, $9,000, 10% interest. So now we've reviewed Jia Jane's credit. We're going to move over into our next part of today's lesson. So some people are under the impression that because they're military, their credit doesn't matter. People work with them regardless because they want our money. False. Your credit definitely matters when you're in the military, especially if you want to do something like recruiter, if you want to get top secret security clearance, if you want to maintain your security clearance, you have to be in good standing with creditors. You can't owe an excessively large amount of money to people. Like, your credit 
does matter. Also, when you use your benefits, your VA home loan, you have to have at least a 620 credit score in order to even be eligible to use your VA home loan. So yeah, your your credit matters. That's a false idea and concept that people have in the military, that just because you're military, they want your money. Yeah, they want your money, but they also want someone who they know is going to pay them faithfully. Okay, so we've already reviewed our credit report, and we reviewed J.I. Jane's credit report. She's going to be the one we're using today as kind of examples. So the easiest way to start boosting your credit score is having on-time payments. I'm going to say this again because people look at their credit score and they're like, oh my gosh, I can never come up from this. No, the easiest way to start making improvements on your credit score is to have on-time payments. Okay. I get life happens, but please, to the best of your ability, make on-time payments. And if you can't make the payments, contact the bank, the creditor, whoever it is that's in charge of managing it. So if it's a third party, contact them before the payment is due. Sometimes they'll, they'll be like, okay, well, I'll suspend you for this this period. I'll suspend it for this pay period, and then next week you'll have it. Or next month, they'll give you an extension. But whatever you do... Please, 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 please do not just be like, they're not getting paid today, which is a common trend that people love saying, is, oh, well, someone's just not getting paid today. No, you, like people will work with you, especially you never know. You might get someone who done had a good day. Their man took them on a real nice date last night. And you know what? They just feeling, you know, what? I could do this for you. I could do this for you. So call them. I'm give you a quick example. So G.I. Jane, she was working with Agency B on a promise to pay. If you don't remember what a promise to pay is, don't worry about it. We'll get into it again. She was working with Agency B on a promise to pay. And she was like, damn, I'm about to go to the field. I need I need this. I need that. I just I just won't pay, pay them. Boom. She don't pay them. And as soon as she doesn't pay them, that agency reports the link for payment. However, rewind. She calls them. Hi, I'm unable to pay this month due to X, Y, Z. Okay, that's fine. So I'll just waive your payment this month. And then next month, you can either pay double or you know, you'll just have extra payment owed to us at some point. Okay, awesome. Thanks. Bye. That was so easy. So easy. <laughs> so we're going to move to the next one. Reaching out to these agencies. I said this before in the first lesson. You want to build a relationship. Everything is about relationships and networks. Like, I have learned this both the easy and the hard way. Due to, like, if you're unable to make a payment due to lack of income or emergency, this is the time you should contact them. Build that relationship because as long as you can have an open chain of communication with them and it's fluid, it's consistent, you build up your reputation with them. And not just them, but other people, especially if you're a business owner. You don't want to have any type of bad blood, whether it's with your vendor, whether it's with... Uh, your distributor whether it's with even your customers like especially small businesses if you owe someone a refund and you're just like damn I can't really make it 
pause. You probably shouldn't be running a business right now. But if you are, you know, build a relationship with them. So this is when you may be able to discuss programs such as, when you call them, this is when you can probably discuss programs such as the Service Members Relief Act. So for those of you who don't know, let me get into my handy-dandy notes. If you have debt before you enter the active military service to include student loans, school loans, you can invoke the Servicemen and Sailors Service Civil Relief Act and 2003 Service Members Civil Relief Act, which limit the amount of interest that lenders can charge you on outstanding debt up to 6%. So, for example, G.I. Jane here, she has a student loan that has an interest rate of 10, 10%. She acquired the student loan before she even entered the military. She can contact them, and they can drop her student loan all the way down to 6% or even less. And you also have programs for... Let's say you're overseas, you know, you're, you're deployed overseas, you have stuff going on, and you don't have time to be, like, stressing, you, you got baby back home, you somewhere, you know, fighting bad men, you can get your loans put into deferment, forbearance. And if you're in school, most importantly, if you're in school. So for people who don't know this, when you're in school, you don't have to pay your student loans. I highly advise you to while you're in school because, hey, while it's in deferment, you aren't required to make a payment, which is beneficial to people who can't afford it. But let me tell you something. Being in school and paying off your student loan at the same time, it has done wonders for my wallet. Like, and when you start making that payment on your student loan, all your money is not going to your interest. It's going to the principal. Like, the first year I did it, I was paid by, when I filed my taxes, the thousand, the thousand or $2,000 I paid on my student loan, 500 of it went to the principal. I mean, to the interest. This year when I filed my taxes, only 200 of however much I was paying this year went to the principal. I mean, to the interest. So I I know for sure I paid over a thousand dollars this year. So of that thousand dollars, only two hundred of it went to the interest. Like that's huge, because most people are paying to the interest. Like, no. While your student loan is in deferment or military forbearance status, still make payments, even if it's $6, $7, because what you're doing is you're lowering the amount of interest that's going to occur on that loan. So keep that in mind. Also, these private agencies, they don't have interest, okay? The private agencies do not have interest. They will work with you on $10 a month, $5 a month, a promise to pay, which could be anything you can afford. And if you're unable and you're like, okay, well, how do I set this up? Because you keep talking about this promise to pay, this promise to pay, this promise to pay. Okay, you call the agency, right? So I'm BGI Jane. Hi, this is GI Jane. I'm calling because I received a letter that I owe your agency $5,000. Okay, what can I do for you, GI Jane? Uh, I was just wondering, I'm not able to to make, you know, large payments right now. What what can I do? Well, as long as you promise to make a monthly payment, 
we you know we could accept that and then and then we were able to make more we can add more of the required amount but right now you don't have a required minimum payment we just need you to pay on it okay are there going to be any service fees for this payment plan no it's 100 percent. just pay as you go just make sure that you pay us a monthly amount no matter what it is oh all right well can i send a letter in or can you send me a letter confirming this agreement yeah most definitely what's your current address boom if this is something you're not interested in, you don't feel comfortable doing, you prefer to have someone else do it, and you just send your money onto its way, there is this wonderful thing called a credit counselor. So keep listening, and you'll you'll hear more about what this credit counselor can do for you and for your wallet, you know? So next, next page, next lesson. Creating goals to use as payment plans. So we discussed in the first lesson about using goals as milestones to get to the bigger vision. So right now, our big vision is being debt-free. Because who doesn't want to be (laughs) debt-free? So we need to create a goal of payment paid-off dates of our debts. And the objective of this goal is to pay the debt off. So the goal is the end date or monthly amount of dollars that we want to make for each payment. So, for example, G.I.J. She owes $4,000 on one of her credit cards. But she still has other responsibilities. So, instead of being like, okay, well, I want to pay this $4,000 off in X amount of days or months, she could say, I want to pay my my credit card down towards under the 25%. Okay, so subtract the difference. So let's say she needs to pay that $4,000 down to $1,500. Subtract $4,000. Subtract $1,500 from $4,000. That's how much she needs to pay. Now she needs to create a timeline of when she wants that paid off. And so her goal is going to be, I want to pay... Actually, look, let's do the math. We said, let me grab my handy dandy notebook. We said she wants to pay her credit card down to $1,500. So I got $4,000 minus $1,500. Boop, boop. So she needs to pay $2,500. And she's like, okay, $2,500, that's doable. I, I want to pay the $2,500 within we'll say 10 months because you know her birthday coming up but she don't want to be worried about it she want to you know be able to celebrate go have a little cake a few drinks so we're going to divide 10 months by 2500 all right cool so we'll do keep in mind i'm doing this by hand so bear with me (laughs) we'll do 50 That's how you're going to put us at 500. So now it's just down to 2,000. Okay, say less. So now we're going to do 100. Zero, 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 one. That puts us at 1,000. All right, 100. Boom, doom, doom, zero. 
So we're going to add up the 50, the 100, the 100. That's 250. So for each month, she needs to make a minimum payment of $250 in order for her to pay it off by her goal date of 10 months from, we'll say, today. Does everyone understand how that works? I hope so because, you know, this isn't a live audience. (laughs) This is not a live audience, so I don't hear your response. If you didn't understand, you know, message me and I'll send you a picture or something but yeah so that's how that works in this setting i hope you guys understand that okay so you know she has this gig has this concept now like okay now i just need to pay 250 every month on this on this debt in order to get it back on your the 25% requirement. Because once it's back on the 25% requirement, the minimum payments are going to be less, so then she can shift that money over to somewhere else. So, we're about to conduct our first ever check on learning. So, check on learning. Let's see if you've been listening. In the beginning of this lesson, I said the easiest step of repairing your credit was what? I hope you said making on-time payments. If you didn't answer right, restart this lesson and pay attention because there's a reason why you chose to listen. In order for us to even accomplish the payment plan, payment goals, in order for us to accomplish the overall bigger vision of being debt-free, the first step we need to do is make sure we are making on-time payments. So for this lesson, we're not going too much into budgeting because budgeting is going to be a whole, whole dramatic, planned out ordeal in lesson three. Like, I'm the queen of budgeting. I'm so good at budgeting. I was at one, at one point using budgeting to show me how much money I can spend. And I'm not talking about spending in a positive way. Like, literally, I love to shop. When I'm stressed out, I, love, I shop. When I'm happy, I shop. Like, I love shopping. I don't know what it is. It's just something about... You know, hearing the little machine tell me, beep, beep, please remove your card. But I love, 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 love to shop. That's really bad and so irresponsible. I mean, I've gotten better, though, because I'm trying to have a baby, you know. I can't just be spending money like that. But I love to, I think it's just buying new stuff. And then I have this habit of I'll buy it. And if I don't wear it with, like, in two, three weeks, I'll take it back to the store just to turn around and buy something else. Like, Yeah. It's a mess. I'm in therapy for it, though, so don't judge me. (laughs) But, yeah, so we're not going to talk about budgeting for this. However, just better prepare you for the next lesson. I recommend you write out all your bills, then write out all your debts, and have all your monthly incomes. I mean, your monthly expenses. So if... Yeah, Jane, she has that, she has groceries she need to pay, she has a light bill, car bill, rent, all that. She G.I. Jane is gonna write that down on a piece of paper and then up under write down her debts. And then write down the required payments that she has to make of each of her debts. I know it's freaking horrible. It's 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 too much. Like, especially we need to be mad at our parents. We didn't ask to be here to adult okay but we're here so now we gotta deal with it and 
they not even trying to show us how, you know, they get their 401k retirement, the benefits. All they want to do is tell us to join the military. Like, I don't understand. So once you've done that, pick a method that works best for you. Everyone is not the same. There are many ways to pay off, you know, anything. So here's a few, and I've actually tried a few of these ways. Pay off the highest interest first. Pay the most delinquent. Pay the lowest amount first. And the one that will greatly affect your way of life, pay that one, like, immediately, you know? So... The highest interest is when you write all your debts. We need to find another word for debts. We'll say all our nightmares. I don't know. We'll play around. Write out all your your debts <laughs> in order from highest to pretty much no 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 interest. And then you're gonna pick the first one. So GI Jane, for example. The debt that she has that has the highest interest is her credit card. Credit card number one, $2,000, interest rate of 12%. Okay, so she's going to write that one down. Then her next one is going to be her student loan because she didn't submit in, you know, her letter saying that this was occurred before she was in the military. So that one has an interest rate right now of 10%. So she's going to then write that one down. Then she's going to write down her credit card, which has an interest of 3%, her second credit card. Then she's going to write down agency C that has no interest and then agency B that has no interest but those have no interest now show first be like okay I need to pay off credit card one because that's the highest interest that's the one that's eating up all my monies so I need to pay that one first the next step is the most delinquent so we'll say that her student loan is the most delinquent she needs to pay them catch-up payments so she's gonna pay that one first and when she's caught up then she'll go back to the drawing board redistribute you see how this is working it's like goals like i want to pay the most delinquent first once i get caught on the most delinquent i need to shift shift right shift left you know y'all who've, who've served y'all know what shift fire okay you're gonna shift fire and adjust and relaser that target oh y'all here it is okay then the next one is the most delinquent, which you've just discussed, and the lowest amount first. So this one has proven to be most effective for me. I've tried the whole highest interest first, but then it was so discouraging because it felt like I was getting nowhere. And I was like, I was fed up. I was like, I'm like paying what interest? <laughs> so what I did is I wrote down all my debts and I started paying the lowest one first. And ever since then, like, it's been paying off. Like, I really... I'm really seeing these mountains move, you know what I'm saying? So I highly recommend you pay the lowest amount first and you continue to pay like, you know, your other ones. Just because you have you're paying that one, do not stop paying your your other, you know, requirements. Please don't. Keep it up because what did I say is the easiest step in the overall debt re- not debt recovery, credit recovery process making on-time payments so keep paying them so in the instance of gi jane her lowest amount that she has is the two thousand dollar credit card and on for some reason it magically is the one that has the highest interest rate too 
So she's like going to work to pay that one off first. And then she's going to still maintain her regular payments that she has, but she's going to pay a little bit more extra to credit card number one because that one is the lowest amount that she owes. And that's the one that once she pays that off, she can shift her money right. You know what I'm saying? So, and then most importantly, the one that affects your livelihood. And what I'm saying about this is if your car, if you're delinquent, like three payments on your car note, but your car, you know, is how you get to and from the work, you can't afford you to lose your job, baby. So you need to work that thing out. Okay. This is when you have to dig deep, deep down inside and think about any type of hidden talents you have. I've met a lot of people who are in the military who have nice little side hustles. You know, you understand what I'm saying? Like, there's people who take photographs. There's people who make beats. There's people who are credit advisors. Not myself. I'm not talking about myself. I'm talking about, like, my friends. There's people who are, like, who do hair on the side. Be careful. Check your state because your state may have requirements. There's people who open up businesses. That one, not talk about me. <laughs> but, yeah. This is when you need to figure out, okay, and then you need to reevaluate where in your life are you living above your means, especially young privates, y'all out there buying these charges and Camaros, but you're only making $800. Actually, you're not even making $800 because I didn't start making $800 until I became a specialist. And that's even with my state not taxing military. So I know if people who are actually getting taxed, they definitely not making $800 as a specialist. So, yeah. Most importantly, the one that affects your livelihood. If I was in a situation where I have one that's affecting my livelihood, which at one point I was. I got, I mean, it was affecting my livelihood, but it was interfering with, like, things that, that could make, improve my quality of life. So... I paid that joint off first. Like, I didn't care. I didn't care about the highest interest rate. I didn't care about nothing. I was like, I need to pay this off because the faster I pay this off, the faster the bloop bloop delete that from my credit, okay? So, if all this is just too overwhelming and, like, I, I, this is not my lane. Like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do all this work. I just want someone to do all the hard work for me, someone to help me. They have these awesome things called credit counselors, okay? So you could reach out to a credit counselor. So this is what a credit counselor does. They create a plan that, okay, let me rephrase that. Depending on who you talk to as your credit counselor, this is what they will do. They'll create a plan for you. That will allow you and show you how to live within your means. They'll rebuild your reputations with your creditors. Stop the collection costs and legal notices. Reduce your monthly payments. Reduce your interest rate. Waive late fees. Consolidate all your bills into one payment. Offer motivation, education, and encouragement. And provide someone you can talk to when you have questions. And they'll prevent bankruptcy. People love to run to bankruptcy. That That should be like one of the last things on the list i was told like wow if you're really that stressed out about you know what you have going on why don't you file bankruptcy why look like filing a bankruptcy especially especially for some beep i ain't do okay stuff that was that happened when it you know i was i even know what credit was you know i was a minor like beep 
pause. What you mean talking about filing bankruptcy? No. So there's credit counselors out there, and I'm just gonna read you about you know a credit counselor that I've met and you know I've seen them get results. So Grants Restoration LLC, they're here to help customers achieve better credit practices by educating them while moving all inaccurate information from their report. So they provide a free consultation. Most consultations are like $75 an hour. They'll provide you with a free consultation. So for us who over here, you know, we talking about saving our little monies and whatnot, free in this sense is what we need. So they'll provide you, let me say it again, a free consultation that allows them to pinpoint the problems in the report. And then they'll implement a six-month or less monthly plan to get their their clients into better average credit. If you have questions, you could definitely email them, which I'll put in the comments, or you can contact them via phone at 888-778-8042. And let me just put this disclaimer out there before people are like, oh, she got paid to say that. No, I've... I've seen them get results, not so much for me, but for other people. And I haven't heard anything but good things about them. So most definitely check them out. So in summary today, what did we talk about? Hmm? Give me, give me a back brief. Oh, you wasn't listening. So how about you restart it and take notes? Okay. Because you're listening for a reason. You wouldn't have picked this podcast podcast unless you didn't need help okay so we discussed reviewing your credit report reaching out to agencies creating goals to use as payment plans pay debts down faithfully pay your bills on time y'all pick a method that works best for you whether that's highest interest most delinquent lowest amount owed or the one that affects your livelihood the most this is what we covered today and what I'm going to need you to do is remember that growth is inevitable and make sure you join me for lesson number three. Okay? Mm-hmm.